Hi, I'm Matthew Bunce. Hi, I'm Mark from Bochum. And we're going to talk you through our uh, project we did with VVD, uh, SDVC, three countries, 90 days. Yep. A wonderful disclaimer, please read it in full. Uh, so our, the project that we did uh, was for a multinational telco company. Uh, they operate in Europe, Asia, Africa and Oceania. They have their group IT function in Germany, Ireland and Italy. And uh, they have a large vSphere install base of about 4,000 hosts across those three sites. Um, the project goals we were given was they wanted a centrally managed platform. Uh, they wanted to be able to do rapid deployment because they had uh, uh, very uh, high growth rates. Um, they needed to reduce their operational costs, uh, simplify the deployment, um, while also standardizing their scalability, so a building block approach. Uh, and they had incredibly tight timescales. Uh, we were given 90 days to stand this up. This would normally be twice that, if not three times that. Um, the project phases uh, initially was to deploy in Germany. Um, it was a two region, so region A and region B, VVD deployment with DR for the management components um, and no cross-center, uh, cross vCenter LSX. Phase two was to uh, deploy in Ireland and Italy and synchronize the VIO deployments between the three countries. Uh, phase three would to introduce cross-site via uh, NSX and add additional compute pods from multi-vendors, including VxRail and VxRack and VxBlock, and also to introduce DR. So we're going to talk a little bit about the, what the VMware Validate Design is. Um, does anybody know what VMware Validate Design is? Everybody? Yeah? Okay. So couple of you don't? Cool. So the firmware validated design is more like a reference architecture. Uh, it consists of building blocks, uh, it's based on management, it's based on edges, it's based on computes, and those are being deployed per availability zone, also called a region, and there are two per site. So what's also mentioned by the reference architecture is the, how the management compute pods are uh, being deployed, how data protection is being handled, and the recovery extensibility is being done. What the reference architecture is, is actually uh, the, the blueprint, uh, because it is developed and tested by firmware itself. So if you build it by the standard, you know it's going to work. You can deploy the blueprint uh, for multiple use cases. A couple are automating IT for IT, micro-segmentation, and DevOps for IT. So what VMware, uh, VMware Validated Design isn't, it's not a product, you can't buy it. There's not a SKU you can go and order from somebody. Um, it's not a turnkey solution, it's not like Enterprise Hybrid Cloud or VMware Cloud Foundation. It is effectively just a, a, a guideline to follow and an implementation uh, best practice. So what do you get when you deploy uh, or you want to deploy a firmware validated design. So the firmware validated design consists of multiple documents. Key documents are, for example, the design decision workbook, because that one contains all the important choices you make for their platform. Also, uh, it's really important the architecture details and design. So that is how the whole platform is going to look like. So one of the important documents is not mentioned on this slide, and that's actually the upgrade plan. So when you uh, when a new VMware validated design is being released, 
uh, a new document will be presented with all the steps that are necessary to deploy, uh, or sorry, to upgrade your VVD to the new standard. So if you uh, deploy a, say, a VVD 3.0.2 deployment, there will be a guide that will take you to v, uh, VVD 4 and then up to 4.1. If you stay within the deployment guide, they guarantee that the upgrade path will work. There will be no issues along that process. So that's a very key document to have and to follow. Uh, this is an example of the design decisions you get within uh, the kit. Um, each one of these design decisions will guide how you deploy it uh, and uh, things like scale and also resiliency. Um, the uh, details um, within each, sort of, each one of these questions where should be uh, asked of the customer. Uh, they will decide and then that will, we will collect these and this will what uh, guides the overall deployment. So what's actually in the firmware validated design? There's a bill of material and here you can see all the components that are uh, part of the firmware validated design. When you are on a specific version of the firmware validated design, there are specific versions for each of these components. If a new firmware validated design is being released, that means that all products will be updated accordingly. And uh, the whole documentation is describing how you can upgrade to the specific level for the components. So initially with VVD3, there were some missing components. So uh, vCenter uh, Update Manager was one of the key issues that we had, that when you deployed VVD, there was no way to actually update that. It was all a manual update process to patch and everything like that. So that's one of the bits we had to ex extend within uh, our project to be able to give the customer a platform they could manage easily. So this is how we deployed it. Uh, we had across the three sites, uh, Dusseldorf, Milan and Dublin, each one of them having a separate availability zone within a separate VX block. Uh, we had a management um, uh, set of hosts, an automation pod which includes all the management components, the automation and operations, and then different clusters for the workloads. Uh, we used uh, cross vCenter Universal NSX for management, but initially only uh, single site NSX for the workloads. So this is uh, how the platform looked like. So there were three sites uh, based in Dublin, uh, Milan and Dusseldorf. The first deployment that we did was like the blueprint for the other three sites. Um, as you can see from top to bottom, it is based on a VX block. Then we have to validate the design and on top of that we have services delivered by Dell EMC. So what we changed from the actual blueprint of uh, VVD was that where um, the bill of materials for the NSX license says um, it needs the um, enterprise, uh, we used ad advanced and that was a constraint from the customer from their licensing agreement. They were pending a new enterprise license agreement and they didn't want to purchase new licenses while that was going ahead. So this is why we didn't have cross fee center for uh, the production workloads in phase one and two. Um, the customer didn't want to have any non-Windows VMs joined to the domain, so any of the, uh, the hosts, the VCSA, were not directly joined to Active Directory, they were only able to use them as an identity source. And because it was running on a VX block, we used the Dell EMC Unified Storage instead of a, uh, a vSAN. Uh, this meant we had one large 20 terabyte data store, which had all the management components on it which presented a significant single point of failure. Unfortunately, the design at the time did not allow us to vary around that, so it was a risk the customer accepted as part of the deployment. So how did we do the deployment? Deployment of VVD, we delivered that through the uh, deployment toolkit. The deployment toolkit is only available through firmware PSO. 
it's uh, appliance with all kinds of scripts to deploy the SDDC. You feed it uh, an Excel sheet with all the information, uh, for example, services accounts, passwords, IP addresses, and after that, the whole SDDC from top uh, start to finish will be automatically deployed. Um, if something happens during deployment, you can also select uh, where you want to restart. For example, if you have issues during deployment due to firewall issues, you could start the redeployment from a specific point in time. So one of the main issues we found here was that while it was, uh, we had to gather the information up and get it accurate to start with, there were a, a small typo at an early stage would not necessarily be found until later when another component failed. So we would have to backtrack on a number of occasions to identify where the failure happened before we could roll it forwards. So while it did save us time on the deployment, the actual time troubleshooting and uh, get, gathering the information initially did cause uh, some additional delays. So it's a balancing out between doing a manual deployment and an automated deployment. So this can be done outside of PSO and you can be done using the build kits rather than the, uh, the toolkits. So, um, it, it comes down to how you wish to deploy it, whether you wish to have a PSO-led engagement or whether you wish to do it yourself. So, part of the challenge that we encountered was the rigid bill of materials. Uh, that means that we were limited to specific versions to stay within the upgrade path of the firmware validated designs. That means you can upgrade, you won't break any support, but if you want to upgrade according to the documentation, then you have an issue. So that's one of the challenges we had. Uh, because we deployed everything on VX blocks, we have some issues with uh, the RCM lockstep. The firmware validated design that we used was based on the 3.0.2. And actually, when we started the project, uh, version 4 was released. But due to the time constraints, we could not get the firmware validated design 4 deployed. One of the other issues that we encountered was that the VVD was based on a single tenant. That means that uh, for one single customer, for the actual customer, we needed to deploy multiple tenants. And that was not really described, so we needed to add that to the document itself. So where the uh, toolkit was able to deploy the first tenant, we then had to manually deploy each individual tenant after that, so the edges, the DLR. Um, the VX block, while it gave us a... Um, a solid platform to build it on because of the RCM issues, it meant that you had to go and do an RCM update before you could update VVD. So that become, became a, a problem when we were trying to move to things like 6.5 and the VVD4 because um, the RCM for 6.5 hadn't been released at the point where VVD4 was released. So thank you very much. If there's any questions, we would like to answer them after the session. Yep. Thank you.